right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it! He's got it! They fired it in and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He throws to the back! They double him off! Ball game over! Braves win! I've never seen a play like that! Swing and a fly ball left field. Well struck. Going back Peralta at the track. Turns, looks, and it's gone! Solo shot for Gurriel. It's his first of the postseason. And the Diamondbacks get that run right back. It's 4-1. to one. Shotgun snap. Three-step drop. Eyeing the middle. Pressure up the middle. Long. Out of the pocket. Throws downfield for the end zone. Intercepted! Amik Robertson in the back corner. it off in front of Watson. And the Raiders defense just seals the victory here in Vegas. We beat the we beat the and for Oklahoma today. We beat the shit out of that team. And we lost. You want to crown them? Crown them. Segundo y gol desde la cuatro. Tiene el balón. Busca. Quiere pase. Busca. Le llegan. Dispara a la zona. Touchdown! 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 El hermanito. El hermanito. El hermanito con el touchdown. Con 15 segundos. 33 a 30. Sooners con la ventaja. Sooner Magic, David. Sooner Magic. A little brother. Anderson. You bring the magic to the Sooners. <laughs> Toby Roland, exactly. You're exactly right. Thank you, Joel. I'm telling you, if I was a fan of... That's the I would go. sync up the Spanish broadcast to the OU game every week. Those you know, guys are You can are at least tremendous. know the names if you can't understand yeah. a lot of it. So You can tell what's going on. He went straight uh, you know, magic and Sooner magic and all that in there, so you understood all that. I got to ask Luis about that call because he totally went he, – he, he was so overcome with excitement he started speaking in English. <laughs> it's tremendous. Just Those guys are so – I said this yesterday, but for those who didn't hear, if you don't know, Enrique, who is our play-by-play guy for our Spanish broadcast, is big time. He does. He lives in Houston. He's the Spanish voice of the Houston Texans and the Houston Astros. We fly him in or wherever OU's playing to do our games. Luis works for Sooner Vision. He's the color analyst. 
but it is a great broadcast, and those two guys are tremendous dudes. Enrique went to the Reds game with us uh, in Cincinnati. Luis has traveled with us many times on our road trips uh, that we take, and I'm sure he will again this year, but just great, great guys, and uh, I, I can't wait every game to hear the Spanish highlights. Uh, when it's done, because that's just a, it's a, the language is beautiful, Teach. There's something about hearing the, the play in Spanish that is just so much better than hearing it in English. It's tremendous. Uh, we went looked ahead at the uh, the week ahead. You know, it's the bye week for OU, Teach. I don't know if you're aware what? of this. They don't play? No game this week. Not this oh, week. Oh, man. Here's your top 25 games this week. Number one, Georgia at Vanderbilt. It's an 11 a.m. SEC game, TJ. Just saying. Michigan hosting Indiana. Is Michigan for real or no? They haven't played anybody yet, but they they've dominated. They've dominated people. They've done what they were supposed to do. They did it for three games without their coach. So I've got to say yes, especially coming off of last year. But I'm still waiting to see them play somebody. I had a premonition yesterday. Do you ever have a premonition? Yeah, all the time. I had a premonition yesterday that we will be in Houston for the OU-Michigan National Championship game. Mm, wow. If that happens, be sure to stop by and see Chris. He'll be at therapy to go in Ardmore on your way down to Houston. No, I'm <laughs> Might be, might be. Can you timestamp 8.08 a.m. Tuesday, October 10th? October 10th. Yeah, 8.08 a.m. Central Time. A.M. Central. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we have the Central. Toby says. Make note that I waited until both teams OU. were 6-0 and and OU Versus had already beaten Texas. Michigan. Bold prediction. Mm-hmm. National title. Number three, Ohio State at Purdue. Hold on. All I'm these... not done writing. Oh, sorry. National title. Okay, go ahead. I wonder if Joel Klatt thinks that I'm right about that prediction or not. <laughs> Toby Rowland, exactly. You are exactly right. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Ohio State at Purdue, all these 11 a.m. games so far. Florida State hosting Syracuse. What it, what, there's so many similarities between this year and 2000. What if it's OU Florida State again? Oh, that's been brought up by some people here recently. Oh. So, um, the first and you know what? The first to have that idea. They've got What's the that? kind of defense that could end a 13-2 game. So, you know. That would be something, wouldn't it? Oh. Bama and Arkansas. 11 a.m. SEC game, by the way, in Tuscaloosa. Utah hosting Cal. Penn State gets UMass. Hmm. Here's one of the games of the day, maybe the game of the day, Oregon at Washington. Seven versus eight. 230 ABC game. Michael Penix versus Bo Nix in the first ever game where both starting quarterbacks have an X in their last name, TJ. Actually, I don't know if that's true or not. I, I just wonder, made uh, I hadn't asked him about the X. Bronx is really high on Oregon this year. Is it because of the I X? I wonder if it's the X and the Knicks. What about those Penix? X, those X kids stick together. He hasn't brought up Washington much, but he's really wondering about the disrespect for Oregon. He thinks they should be ranked higher right now. So, uh, all right, sorry, reading a text. Um, Tennessee hosting Texas A&M. 
A&M now 4-2, and two, Tej. They're grumbling in College Station. They're grumbling. I think they're going to be 4-3 and three after this week. Although Tennessee's only a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. That seems too low to me. It does seem kind of low for that game, but they did play Bama tough, and so we'll see. Here's the problem in getting rid of Jimbo, though. One, he's got ranches. Two, their facilities are great, man. Kansas at OSU, 230, FS1. Louisville goes to Pitt. Louisville's undefeated. Uh, just thumped Notre Dame. Man, they're trying to they're trying to work their way into this thing. Four and one Washington State hosting Arizona, LSU and Auburn, a battle of the Tigers in Baton Rouge. USC at Notre Dame. Six thirty NBC. What do you think? It, it, by the way, it's the fourth consecutive undefeated team that Notre Dame has played. Tough schedule for them. Tough stretch. Trojans going down. Irish going to get them. Notre going, Dame favored by three. I'm going to say yes. I mean, their defense is just terrible. Yeah. Like, I am surprised. I'm shocked. You know what I just found out? Mm-hmm. Me and OJ just found out. This is the same guy that Lincoln Riley had as his defensive coordinator at OU. Get out of town. That's what we just found out. Grinch? That's right. He's still with him, huh? <laughs> Apparently so. Four and one Miami goes to undefeated North Carolina. That would have been a battle of undefeateds if Mario Cristobal had just taken a knee. Six thirty ABC. It's a good game though. Kentucky hosting Missouri. Night game. UCLA goes to Oregon State, and Duke hosting NC State. That is your uh, top twenty-five games. What about Big Twelve games this week that we haven't yet mentioned? Thursday night, we got Big 12 football. West Virginia in Houston in the Dana Holgerson Bowl. Be a lot of feels in that one, I'm sure. Boy, that's going to most likely put West Virginia. How about them? They'll be, what, 5-1 and one, most likely after that game? If they win, they'll be 5-1, and one, yes. Wow. I wouldn't have predicted that for them at the beginning of the year. So No, they were picked dead last. Iowa State at Cincy, 11 a.m. Saturday. A couple of... Teams OU has already played in Big 12 play going head-to-head there. Who do you think's better, Iowa State or Cincinnati? Um, I would lean uh, Iowa State. Really? Yeah. Cincinnati's a five-point favorite. It might be your upset special mm, right there. Interesting. Interesting. I think Cincinnati, hmm, they both have good defenses. I might say Cincinnati's is actually slightly better than Iowa State's this year. Just based on you know what we saw, I would say Iowa State's they both offense. This is a very similar teams. Hmm, that'll be a good game. BYU at TCU, two thirty, and K State goes to Texas Tech. Um, kind of a you know elimination game maybe. For the Big 12 championship, both of those teams already have a conference loss. K-State's 1-1, Texas Tech's 2-1. If either one of them got hot, maybe they could threaten Texas or Oklahoma for a spot in the Big 12 championship game. But two losses 
it's going to make it hard to get there. So 6 o'clock FS1 there. What do you think about the slate this week, Teach? Pretty it, good. Pretty good does slate. Does it grab you? Yeah, Does it reach good. up and grab you? In fact, that uh, TCBYU game is another one that kind of keeps your eye on if it jumps a half a point. So, it, I got it at five on ESPN right now. I don't know oh, what it, scores and odds says. Scores and odds, I've got it here right now. It's four and a half four and on a half. there. So, yeah. One other update. The Big 12 match play golf championships underway yesterday. Uh, roller coaster day for the Sooners. They got knocked off in their first. So they go round robin first. You play three round-robin matches, and they were defeated by Houston. OU's the two-seed in this thing. Houston, the 10-seed, beat them in a close match in the morning. Then OU came back in the afternoon and faced the one-seed Texas, and once again, TJ, we win the Red River rivalry. Sooners beat them 4-1. Yeah. Now today, they will play BYU in another round robin match and uh, and then they will seed them after that for the match play which i can't remember if that starts this afternoon or if it's all let me see day one and day two yeah so this afternoon they will seed and start the bracket basically uh so OU, after they play byu they'll find out what seed they are for the bracket and then they'll start to play the bracket. I think they've got to beat BYU to get into the bracket. I believe that's the case. Uh, and then the championship will be tomorrow. So they are at Houston Oaks. Uh, that's where this is being held. A good win over Texas. Bad loss to Houston. We'll see what they do today against BYU. All right, let's take a break. 405-651-3439. If you would like to reach us on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby and TJ back with you on a Tuesday after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. We are back on the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas, including copiers, fax, printers, scanner, document management, Network Solutions, and so much more. rkblatt.com, 405-943-9800. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Hey, boys, after decompressing a little bit, I feel like we went out this year, as many would say is obvious, but I also feel like we need to wreck teams on this run. For a young team like this, we can't afford to relax at all and get caught playing down to anyone. Game in Provo will be easily be with the toughest test, but need to destroy everyone else. Cheers, Sam in Tulsa. Hmm. How do you feel about Sam's text? I feel destroying we people. We need to destroy everyone. Destroying people would be nice if you run the table and rematch Texas and beat them once again in the Big 12 championship. None of it matters. It doesn't matter if you win by one point the rest of the way. What if you're undefeated and a Big 12 champion? have those two wins over Texas, you're you're in the playoff. Now, if you're thinking they slip somewhere, maybe slip in that Big 12 championship game if it is a rematch, then you might want to have a, uh, you know, yeah, if they win them all, it doesn't matter. going on for a few weeks. Right, yeah, win them all, it doesn't matter. If they, if they you know, you think back to uh, 02, 
when they might have had what was the year? No, it was the Jason White year when we were talking about they had the best offense of all time. They were so dominant during the regular season that even though they lost the championship game, they still got in. That's what you're saying is if they could do that. However, if you look back to the national championship year of 2000, like they had some close calls in there along the way. Um, obviously, the A&M game was tight. That was in November. That was second half of the season. They barely escaped Bedlam. The Derek Strait knockdown in the end zone. 12 to 7 I think was the final in that game. The even the Big 12 championship game was tight. So it's not like they dominated everyone. Yeah, but, but they that, won. They yeah, just kept winning. They kept winning, but they you also don't have a stretch like that this year where you just impress even with close wins. Hang on, Drake wants to interpret this for us. He says I don't think that's what he's saying. He's saying he doesn't want them to slip up. Oh, he is saying that, too. Not but he that said, them playing down to the competition and barely being be, beating teams being on the outside looking in. But he says, uh, yes, no, he's saying he feels they went out, but feels they need to wreck teams on this run. That's his line there. That'd be great. I mean, it'd be great if they just steamrolled everybody from here on out. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, I mean, I hope he's Now, right. who he says BYU is the toughest game left. Do you agree with that? Um, no. I am 100% convinced they are rematching Texas and Arlington. That's the toughest game well, remaining. Well, other than that. He's saying in, <laughs> uh, in the regular that, season. Yes. Your I candidates, I think, are at BYU. At Kansas. At Kansas. At Oklahoma State. Or TCU. Mm-hmm. On that Friday after Thanksgiving, 11 a.m. We'll see how TCU progresses here over the next few weeks. I I. I said yesterday that that game could be tricky just because your week's kind of thrown off by a day and that can sometimes get teams um but BYU I believe probably I would say is the the one is BYU concerned. better than Kansas Kansas beat BYU and the game was in Lawrence no probably I mean I think they'll be similar in BYU can't wait for us to get there it's a massive game just First year Big 12, I don't know what it'll mean for them, but Oklahoma coming to town is a huge deal. So, you know, that's a – but Kansas, this isn't – like, it's going to be packed. And they might be in the Big 12 title game hunt at that point. Maybe. it's That's just, what, two games away? Right? So if they beat – our, our, we got Kansas after uh, UCF, right? I'm going to look it up. I should know Do that. what now? Are you listening to the show? Yes. I was uh, reading yeah, a Kansas. Text. People are blowing away. me up over this uh, BYU thing. So, uh, I mean, Kansas has still got a lot to play for, and that place is going to be packed, I think, when we go up there. So that'll be, I don't know. I don't know which is a tougher game between those two. Uh, several here saying uh, Kansas better than BYU. That's the toughest one. Um, I don't know. I just think the travel's a little bit more. It's a night game. Um, we'll see. I, I'm not saying Kansas is going to be easy, but I would lean BYU just a little bit. This person says uh, they're smashing BYU, BYU, bro, by 17. So bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Toby, I had the same uh, premonition. Oklahoma. Michigan National Championship game. That's Jared. 
Toby Rowland, exactly. You're exactly right. Thank you. I can't believe that you didn't think I would have pulled that and led the show with that if I was aware of that soundbite. Obviously, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. Sure. 105.3, the fan here in Dallas keeps playing your TD call at the end. They love it. Thank you. 105.3, the ticket in Dallas. The fan. The Uh, fan. Sorry, the fan in Dallas. Thank you. Uh, just heard Toby say I was off the mountain because I picked the Raiders. Uh, Packers. Who's that? Uh, this is D. Jackson. Let's D. see here. D. Jackson. Hang on. Let me go down to D. Jackson. Where did I you don't got have a wrong. D. Jackson. You should have. He's been in for a while. Let's uh, see here. I was looking at people who fell off the mountain. There's no D. Jackson this week that fell off the mountain. He picked the Chargers. I think this goes back a couple of weeks. Um, oh, week four eliminated because he picked the Raiders in week four. Yeah, sorry, I had that backwards. Chargers over Raiders. Oh. Now let's go to the next week. So who did he pick this week? Uh, he sent it in on uh, the fifth, which is correct, at 8.02. He had the Lions over the Panthers. Okay, so you're telling me... D. Jackson, D. Jackson back on the mountain. Back in and still confused about the OU baseball program. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Uh, that's the guy that I think needed uh, Skip Johnson fired a couple of years ago. They got in a fight with oh. him. Oh, oh, that's that's the guy. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. So hey, he's back D, on the mountain. Apologies uh, for the transposition there. Hey, sometimes the right I get him backwards. It happens. you got 500 people to take care of, so. Uh, Sometimes TJ is wrong, but Toby Rowland, exactly. You're exactly right. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we really please, please, all caps, get a wee 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 shirt, please? How did no. Walker say? <laughs> no. <laughs> How did Walker say about the call? It was great, and in the moment, this person says, "Wee wee wee" is now my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I was so cringe. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Tawi, I I apologize. I heard TJ the... talking about it this morning. I think he kind of hit the nail on the head. Thank you, Teddy. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming in and backing me with Jewel Clat. Oh, is that what we're going to do? A... <laughs> we have dueling sound bites now? Toby Rowland, exactly. You were exactly right. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, Anthony just didn't drop many balls. That will be missed, this person's saying. He was really good. The The good thing is he's got years in front of him. So, you know, it stinks for this team and this season and, and what they're pursuing and everything, but we get we get more of Andrea Anthony on down the line, so that's great. Uh, Chuck Town Sooner, thank you for your honesty. Uh, you had a question about him. He did send in a pick, but he said I'm off anyway. I picked the Ravens. Chuck Town. Uh, yeah, I got no pick, but you're telling me he picked the Ravens, so uh, I'll go ahead and us, I'll yeah. go ahead and correct that, and um, just for record keeping purposes, thank you, Chuck Town, for your honesty. Well, I mean, you've probably got it there. It's not like he could be dishonest. I'm sure you've got it. 
there in the text line. Uh, Go this, ahead. This person would like to know if OU became the first team bowl eligible Saturday. They know others won their sixth game hmm. as well, but did they finish before OU? Boy, that was a long game. It did. It was a long It's first a good quarter. question. There were some week zero games. So I don't know. That's a good question. So I don't know. I, can, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, do you think DG could even see Nick Anderson in the back of the end zone? It looks like he was surrounded by Goliath and the football just came out of the scrum like a mortar shot. I think he did. So, I think he saw him last second and kind of popped his head up and just slung it. I think so. I think you're – I think he saw – well, he knew where he was going. And I think he was able to see the confusion by – I think he, he saw the Texas DB take the wrong guy, right? Yeah, there was that bump there with Stogner and Nick. And then he was enveloped mm -hmm. and knew if I throw it to that corner, he should be open. I, I don't know if he could. I can't imagine he had a clear line of sight. I've said this many times. If you ever watch a game from the field, it's amazing that a quarterback can ever tell anybody is ever open. It is just a mass of humanity down there. They've got a wall of six foot five guys in front of them. Everything is on the same level, and how you could ever know somebody's open anywhere is a magic trick. But he knows the play. He knows what they're trying to do. He sees that it works, I think, that the Texas guy makes the wrong choice and knows back pylon should be open, even though he probably doesn't have a real good side of it. What do you think, Joel? Toby Rowland, exactly. You are exactly right. Thank you, Joe. How about this? We were just talking about do they need to win out, strength of schedule, all of that. Uh, someone just sent this in to us, said, have you guys seen this? It's a tweet, screenshot of a tweet. Oklahoma, or an X, or a post, whatever. Oklahoma has the best strength of schedule of the AP top five teams remaining. Yeah. yeah. How about I that? did see that yesterday, and that's because of the Texas game. Oh, Michigan, strength of schedule. Ouch. W read them off. Uh, Georgia, 84th. Michigan, 111th, Ohio State, 54th, uh, Florida State, 47th, and OU, 30th remaining. Yeah, I mean, that's the, they just played the number three team on, on a neutral site. But, I mean, if you look at – let me see if I can pull up who Michigan has played so far. It's, it's literally – that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're really good, but there's no way of knowing. It's kind of like OU before last week. Oh, know, this is overall strength. I, th I thought that originally said uh, – remaining schedule but i got you now okay michigan's played east carolina unlv bowling green rutgers nebraska and minnesota who was the next closest strength of schedule there was it was it, it uh was, ohio state no florida state at 47th then ohio state at 54th the florida state opened with lsu on a neutral site and ohio state played at notre dame mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, that Texas game carried a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Break time. 8.35. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Favorite audio of the day. Walter Rouse after practice last night. 
describing blocking two Texas players at once on the game-winning touchdown. It's about a two-minute clip here, but it's worth it if you stay to the end. I'm off of the clock, but going back and watching film, I was late. Right? I was really late off the ball. I wasn't even saying. I was really I was like, damn, I was that late off the ball. And so I'm setting, and, um, you know, I got, you know, it's, it's been a lot of all game, you know, you know, in our commu- you know, communication, our definitely needs to get better. And, you know, part, just definitely on my part, and I was trying to get it, I was trying to get an out call, um, and I don't think I was loud enough, and I might have been a little bit too late. And that backer did, it was a little uh, creep down, so Caden was definitely keeping eyes on him in case he came. Um, but I set, and I didn't really feel like I had Caden with me. And so um, I saw I saw 91, okay, let me block him. And then I saw the pressure, uh, safety, uh, in the safety corner coming off the edge, and I was like, Okay, let me let me stick out a hand. Let me see if I can get him to. Um, and you know, as an O lineman, your job is to protect the quarterback at all costs, no matter what. Um, you know, it's basically basically like you know our, of our job. And so I I just stuck out two hands there, and I was just trying to protect with all I could. You know, because uh, what they preach here, what they've been preaching here since I've gotten here, is the uncommon effort. Um, and you know that whole drive was uncommon effort, and I was just trying to do my absolute best to just protect as much as I could. That's really all it was. There wasn't any secret to it. I mean, if you look, go back into the film, uh, watch the game, watch the replay after they scored. Like I was kind of out of it. Like like I was protect. I was doing my job. I thought out of bounds. Even with the crowd was going crazy, I was I, I was like sitting. I was like, like I, mean, I was like, did we score? <laughs> and like I went to go so like it didn't even hit me until I got to the sideline, and I was like. We scored. I was like, we're, we're going to win this game. Like, we're going to win the game. Like, like that. And, it really, and then I was talking to one of the coaches, and, I, and, he, and he was like, you blocked two dudes. I was like, I blocked two dudes. <laughs> so just, you know, getting hype on the sideline is one of the best moments. Um, but, like, you know, like I said before, like, going into that drive, I was the calm as I was. And, you know, I just I just did my job as an O-line. And as I'm sure anyone else on the, on the, in the, on the uh, starting five or anyone else in the O-line room would do as well. Um, just doing our job. You know? Yeah, I think one of the cool things about this team this year, Tej, has been some of these transfers, like Rouse and Andrell Anthony, who came from big-time schools, who have just been all in, right, and and impressed with everything. Like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be uh, feel that way about a guy coming from Stanford. It's not like they have a, a great football scene out he there. He sees or some great academic debates. Right. He knows pressure. But Anthony has played in the big house, and he was in the college football playoff last year, and he's even been like, holy cow, this place is unbelievable. So that's been pretty cool. There's, I feel like there's some other guys I'm not thinking about right now. He almost goes into the tone of uh, the newer clip of the, what is this? We scored? I blocked two guys. That's great. Um, did you see what Mark Stoops said on his radio show last night? I don't think I did, no. He had his uh, radio show. I don't know if it was at Rudy's or not. I feel like everybody's radio show is at Rudy's now. Rudy's <laughs> Rudy's has turned this into an industry. I feel like we were the first to go there, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe somebody else went there first, but anyway. Rudy's are perfect for a coach's show. Perfect. Just in the de- design of the perfect. restaurant, the way the tables lay out, the way it's kind of wide and open. It's yeah, it's it's definitely a good spot for them. So they lost fifty-one to thirteen to Georgia, right? First loss of the year. I guess the fans are upset. 
Mark Stoops said, quote, fans have that right to complain. I give it to them. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. We could use some help. End quote. <laughs> I, would li- I would like to go out and purchase some players as well. Feel free to complain, but also write us a check. Because if you want us to be better, we got to get better players. How about that, huh? That's job security right there, TJ. What kind of smoothie are you going with today? I have yet to be notified. <laughs> There's three options, chocolate, vanilla, or caramel. So uh, I'll let you know as soon as it arrives. <laughs> Please let us know. Uh, do you want to know where Sooner fans are listening in from today, TJ? Sure. Let's hear it. Record-breaking day again yesterday. You guys just keep doing it on the app, so keep That's listening right. around the world. That's exactly right. Let's see. Where do you want to? Where do you want to know? You give me a region. And United States, international, a region of the United States. Help me focus in here. What about Japan? We got anybody over in Japan right now? No, uh, Jamaica. That starts Jamaica? with a J. That Is that okay? With, that's fine. I got a Jamaica right here. Yeah. What? What else? Give me a region here. I got several in Europe, but I always hit Europe. I, I'm so impressed by that. I always hit Europe. Yeah, um, not a region, or, or you know, it's part of the United States. But how about Alaska? We got anybody in Alaska right now? If nobody in Alaska, I'm just saying. Ireland, like, England. I mean, where are we going here? I want you to give me a region of the United States, and I'll focus in on that. Um, northwest region of the U.S. Northwest region. Okay, very good. Thank you. Uh, let's see, this guy, or I don't know if it's a guy or a gal, Yelm, Washington, listening in today, Seattle, Spokane, the Groves Brothers again over there, Teej, uh, Hayden, Idaho, listening in today, I got a Vancouver, British Columbia, I know that's not the United States, but up there, there's a Edmonton as well, we got a couple of Canadian listeners, we got a listener in Billings, Montana today, Blackfoot, Idaho, Salt Lake City, Utah. Looks like BYU or the Utes doing some scouting perhaps in advance. Um, do you count Northern California as that region? Sure. Elk Grove, California. We've got man, that this is gonna be an amazing smoothie. <laughs> San Jose, California. Uh Hayward, California. And and many, many more. Thousands of you tuned in around the United States and beyond this morning on the Ref app, as well as on all of our radio affiliates around the state of Oklahoma. And we sincerely thank you. We're spreading like wildfire, and it's because of you. Word of mouth and some well-placed billboards, but mostly word of mouth. We are spreading like wildfire. TJ, who brings us the, uh, our uh, KREF Army man? KREF Army locator brought to you by Affordable Door Company, your full-service garage door company, the official dura- garage door company of the Ref and Sooner Athletics. Uh, they compromise on the price, not the quality. Ask them about their garage door maintenance plan. Visit them online, affordabledoor.net, or you can call them, 405-635-9499. Jacob Lacey's another one of those guys. I knew there was somebody like he, you know, Notre Dame right there, and he's been blown away at OU. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if we've officially mentioned yet, by the way, that the UCF game we now know will be at 11 a.m. 
I think you called this yesterday, right? Yeah, I had heard some things. Show? Yeah. Oh, you heard some things. I did. You yeah. got sources again now. I got huh? a, somebody that said, hey, it's going to be 11 a.m. And I said, Let me right. ask you this. Is yeah. the upper deck going to be open for this game? Not that game. They're doing some renovation up there. If you have tickets right. up there. Make note, people. Be sure not to show up. Yeah. No. Make That'll note, be open. Everyone. Hey, my sources are stretched on that. Call. I'll keep saying it till my deathbed. Uh-huh. 11 a.m. for the UCF game, folks. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Hi, good morning, Chris Plank. How What's are you up? today, my friend? What's friends? up, T Row? Congratulations to your Raiders last night. Good and win for the Raiders. To your Dodgers. Bad day for the Dodgers. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when they lost game one the way they did, I pretty much tapped out. It's over. It was a good run. <laughs> Another good regular season. I need for you them. guys to make it out of the NL. You're the team I want to play in the World Series. I wouldn't blame you. Why? I want to play them now. I think the Dodgers are the team I would want to play out of the. He's basically saying they're the team you can beat. Yeah, which is I'm, why they're not going to get. A, which is why they're not going to get out of the divisional series. Because I don't the, want any part of Philly or Atlanta. So what about Arizona? Arizona's hot right now. I wouldn't mind them. They're probably uh, just behind the Dodgers for me, but. I think you're getting either Atlanta. Well, I don't know if you're getting there or not, but I think Atlanta or Phillies winning the yeah the National. Oh, I, I agree with you. I think the winner of that series is going to the World Series. So, but we have seen the Dodgers pull a few rabbits out of their hat in the past. True. So never true. Know. But speaking of rabbits out of their hats, I just wanted to apologize to the nation for that game last night. Uh, imagine having to watch that offense every single week. It's mm, very boy. painful. They hey, still you want it though. They still haven't scored 20 points in a game this year. so Really? I think that's right. Is this five? We've played five games now, right? NFL? Five? Yeah, yeah. That's they're amazing. Not, they're not very good. But they uh, – Have you it's... been to a ga- – well, I guess you can't because it's football season. Right. You I, haven't been to a I Vegas haven't been to a right? Vegas game. Now, um, one year I went and saw them play in St. Louis when the St. Louis Rams were here. And they proceeded to get beat fifty-three to nothing. So I've kind of—I dropped your name on my uh, NFL pick segment Ooh. on Sunday. I know you need some help with. I need National some help radio with some attention. pub. Who'd you take? Raiders. I said my oh, good call. My best bud, Chris Plank, is a huge Raiders fan. And he'll be mad at me if I don't pick the Raiders. So here's the hey, thing: I think I went ten and two. Look at you. Or how many? How many games were they? I think I missed two. Well, it, the it, Cowboys and one other one. It's wild. You think about it to where. You know, a, a loss last night, and suddenly, you know, the Raiders might be Team Tank, where it's like, yeah, we're just doomed. Now, all of a sudden, you look at it, you're two and three, and you play New England and Chicago in consecutive weeks. And after huh? a trip to the Lions, you get, this the, thing. you get the Giants and the Jets. So they could easily win four of their next five games and be sitting, you know, at like six and four. And that's, that's a good spot to be in the National Football yeah. League, right? Especially whenever you're in a division where you're going to. Lose two to the Chiefs and probably lose two to the Chargers. So yeah, hey, I did take the I picked, you can. I picked the Raiders last night, and guess what? 
Toby Rowland, exactly. You're exactly right. Thank you very much, Jeff. Toby Rowland, exactly. That. You are exactly right. I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't – I. a lot of us have wiped what happened a year ago. But did, did – and I'm not expecting anyone to handle 49 to zip well. But doesn't it seem as if Texas fans are just not handling this well at all after what happened on Saturday? I mean – Hey, you're not supposed to be happy with a loss, but the the excuses that are being made and like the 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 little undercuts at Oklahoma. I mean, I just I'm not trying to say we handled it better, but we acting like this. It hurts, man. They beat Bama. Oh yeah, thank. That's true. Yeah, they beat Bama. That's right. It now, hurts. by the way, they got the, their hopes really, really high, and for it to be dashed by anybody would hurt, but for it to be dashed by Oklahoma is just almost unbearable. By the way, the video of the two guys embracing each other, bawling, is that new or has that been around? Which one's that it's one? It's two Texas fans, and they are just oh yeah, I had grown seen men that. just crying outside the Cotton Bowl, and I didn't know if that was an old video or if it was you a know new it's, one. You know, it's weird, and, and it's the same, but for some reason it just seemed more pronounced on Saturday. That line, that, that line at the 50, right? But there is... There is some stuff that happens there, and I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know there always has been. For some reason, maybe I was looking up in the stands a little bit more on Saturday, but Tiro, it's books it's will be written. It's physical, it's physical. in there. The uh, yep. concourse, the video's gone viral of the OU girl Dude, throwing yep. the Texas she, girl to the ground. <laughs> and that girl got up, and she's like, I made a big mistake. <laughs> yes. Please step in and stop Well, this. first of all, we got to stop fighting at sporting events, but secondly – Whew. I mean, it was it was, but I just I didn't know. I, I I feel like Texas fan is in a good, not in a good way, a good way for us. They're just not taking this well. TJ, have you ever sat on the Texas side of the field? Never. No, game? the closest I got one year was close to the fifty, and it was it was wild watching some of the stuff oh. go down on that line. So, Oof. but I've never been on that side. I always wonder what it's like because you see there are some people here and there who are on the wrong side of the stadium. Right. That's just got to be miserable, man. Just miserable. But I guess if you win, it's tremendous. I don't know. Chris, I hope you have the best show you've ever had. That's the goal today, T-Row. Have an awesome day, bud. Thank you. Thank you to you fine folks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.